0: big warm welcome to you. This is the Aware Parenting Podcast with Lael Stone and Marian Rose, PhD. We have juicy conversations about things that matter in parenting and life. We're exploring all that Aware Parenting has to offer from many different angles, and we are so glad that you're here. Hello and a big warm welcome to you. My name is Marian Rose. And I'm Lael Stone. And today we are talking about, well, overwhelmed with an exclamation mark afterwards. Now, we did already do a podcast quite some time ago called I Am Overwhelmed, but given what we've both experienced recently and what we're seeing around us, we're imagining that quite a few people, maybe some of you, maybe you, dear listener, are feeling overwhelmed right now. So we would love to share more and talk more about it and give you lots of
1: empathy. (laughs) Yeah, maybe this is just a, a therapy session for us actually <laughs> to talk about our overwhelm at the moment before we do that Marion let's check in it's been a few weeks since we recorded a podcast because we've both probably been in overwhelm but um how are you my friend what is happening in your world
0: I've only just moved out of overwhelm after the floods uh you I was just showing to you my mum's house is still kind of closed up and with mold glowing everywhere waiting for for movement to happen there but I am loving having her living in my living room that's been so yummy and yeah well, I'll be sharing more I was very overwhelmed until probably about a week ago and I feel so relieved to to not be overwhelmed anymore <laughs> you know a bit just actually I, I kept saying to people I've caught up here and people say I've sent you an email and I'm like yeah but I've caught up on doing that over there. So I'm, you know, I'm a week behind on my emails or then I'd catch up on my emails and uh, something else. So just to, you know, when there's big new things coming in, how much we're, well, I know, I think most people are juggling anyway, and then an extra thing comes in and then just, just the the catch up that's required. (laughs) But uh, yeah, I'm, we are doing lots of Building and gardening out uh, for my son, a new little room for him and a new garden and all those things. So, that's I'm really enjoying that process. Mm, nice. How about you, lovely Lael?
1: Um <laughs> Well, <laughs> for those of you that have been playing along at home, I finally have moved house. It's been like two and a half Yay! months like, all waiting for our house to be ready. And I have to laugh about this because I thought I was being really clever. I was really like, okay moving is a stressful thing, right? I I find it a stressful thing. I think most people find it stressful. I'm a real home body, like home for me is my absolute sanctuary. I I will always prefer to be home than out somewhere or traveling or that kind of thing. And so the in-betweenness, I often find very challenging, but but I thought, right, you know, I've I've got work on and we're moving. And so I'm going to organize as much as I can so that it so that it's just easy. Right. And there's grace. And so we'll get some removalists and I'll plan it all and we'll do it. We've got all this time. And so all my plans were perfectly lined up, right. <laughs> Where I was like, right, this is going to be easy. And then about two days before we move, my husband gets COVID and he's like, Oh God, I'm actually really sick. And he was back in our house and I was down here at the coast. Cause my daughter was at school. And he's like, you got to come back and help. And I was like, God damn it. I I thought I'd done it all. So I was like, of course, I'll come back and help you. So I get back there and my poor husband is really unwell. And you know what? I just, I, I realize how important it is to have strength and some, you know, brute force when you're doing things like moving boxes, but he was completely wiped out. So he was out of action and all of a sudden there I am doing it all. And I'm like, no, this isn't how I planned it. I was like having to just go, it's okay, you can do it. So look, and because he was unwell and we couldn't really have other people help us. And my beautiful son, you know, he did a lot. And then uh, it ended up being me and my kids just moved everything. And I cannot tell you how many flights of stairs and up and down and boxes and anyone who knows this move, it's full on. And you just kind of keep going because you want stuff to be done. And so I pushed pretty hard for five or six days and then I got sick and um, and so then I went down and then it was our birthdays and my husband and I share a birthday and he was turning 50 and we had all this beautiful stuff planned and then I was really sick and I just couldn't, <laughs> couldn't do it and it was just, it was big and so um, I'm just coming out the other side now and we are in our beautiful house and it feels gorgeous and amazing. But I'm um, I'm integrating all the bits and pieces, and you know, it just it's it's messy. It feels messy. It didn't. It, I'm laughing at myself because I was like, right, I'm gonna plan this so that it just is supported as possible. But somehow it just turned into something completely different, and I was like, okay, we'll just roll with it. Anyway, I'm now here over the other side of it. I'm still kind of recovering from um, from being unwell and i think i'm just yeah integrating everything that's just happened in the, all the big bigness of of stuff shifting and i think as i've shared too you know one of my kids isn't moving with us because they're staying in the city and then that's been a change and yeah there's been lots of change and lots of um lots of reintegration of a whole new way happening now so so, yeah, and it feels weird because I think when you're used to being in a pretty calm-centred state, I'm realising that, oh, I really don't like being in crazy and overwhelm and nervous system activation. I've worked really hard to not have to do that, and now I'm back there. I'm like, that doesn't feel so good. And so, you know, I'm, I have a lot of empathy and compassion for, for the old me that lived in that state all the time and for many others who live in that state. So it's very good evidence for me to keep coming back to the calm and the centeredness and, you know, how much better that feels. So, so that's where I am and, and perfect podcast that we're doing around overwhelm because that's where we've both been in the last little bit. And, And as parents, it is so easy to move into overwhelm just with the demands and the stresses of life um, when our little people or big people are needing us, when we're trying to pay the bills, when we're doing all those kind of things. It can be so easy to move into overwhelm. and, 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 And I think it can be a state that many, many people live in and see it as normal because they haven't necessarily had the opportunity to move into another state which feels a lot more balanced and centered but overwhelm becomes something that is so familiar if it doesn't feel overwhelming then it can feel very foreign mm, well first of all i want to send you so much love lel i really hear the bigness and
0: just it's all that carrying big boxes and what a huge amount physically that is just so huge as well as all the other elements to that. So, so much love to you. And uh, I so hear you as well. I was I'm really resonating with that unfamiliarity when I was in that recently as well. It's like, Oh my God, this is terrible. I'm well, not this terrible not a judgment, but I'm really not enjoying this. Yeah. But also help for reminder. And, and I think to really, I think, what well, I'd love to name as well that I think it's so normal for people for us as parents to feel overwhelmed particularly when our children are little so i think that's part of the thing you know us both having older children when when we live in a culture that does not as we talk about so often that does not support families it's it's kind of pitted against families and we're aiming to do something new the the normalness of um just the too muchness of things so the overwhelm so I think there's something about really normalizing that you know of course people are going to feel overwhelmed you're going to feel overwhelmed dear lovely listener and also that there are things that we can do of course not not always but so often sometimes it is riding out a particularly stressful situation till we get to the other side but but we would also love to share both our experiences here but also some some suggestions and some lots of empathy. And Mm. uh, yeah, hopefully, you know, basically if you're feeling overwhelmed, we'll just keep saying throughout the podcast, we're here. We're sending you so much love. There's nothing wrong with you for feeling overwhelmed. It's really painful and uncomfortable. And yeah, we're here to
1: support you and love you through this. You know what I found fascinating is that um, my default when I feel overwhelmed is to actually shut down. Wow. And so I don't necessarily get angry. I just get quiet and I just get a bit, well, disconnected and disassociated and, And then I find it very hard to go to sleep at night. So then I was searching through the house, like, what can I take so I can sleep? And how do I knock myself out? I was literally saying to my friend, I just want to knock myself out. And she's like, are you all right? And I'm like, no, not really. That's what I want to do. Like, it's appealing because you just go, I don't want to feel, it feels too much. I want to check out. And uh, I don't drink alcohol. If I had a drunk alcohol. (laughs) Like I'm sure I would have been drinking much wine because I was just like, this all feels big. It feels so hard. I just want to knock myself out. I just don't want to feel it uh, because I just don't want to cope. And really actually what I ended up doing was having baths and breathing and going outside and putting my feet on the ground on the earth and talking to a friend and then had a cry and just it kept moving slowly, slowly into more feeling and into more connection, but I was interested, it was, it was really interesting observing myself that I moved more into just shutdown um, than into anger or control. I just kind of went, you know, just retreated, retreated until I just don't want to speak and someone would message me, how are you? And I'd go, yep, yeah. and I have nothing to say because I was like, no, I've got nothing. So it was really fascinating. And interestingly, my beautiful husband who was really sick and couldn't help and and he was he felt over Overwhelmed and he wasn't even able to do anything. And because he felt really powerless, he got angry. So he would be making comments or he would get angry and I'd be like, oh, this is just so fun <laughs> in our house right now. I'm shutting down. He's angry because he can't do anything. Uh, luckily, my kids are, are pretty centered humans who watch both of us and would kind of look at us and laugh and just go, are you two all right? <laughs> and we'd be like, no. And they'd go, you know, can we help you? And, you know, they didn't get involved in it, which was beautiful. But it's really interesting to observe in ourselves what we do when we are overwhelmed, overwhelmed what we what we move into what's what's your default marion what do you do uh,
0: uh yeah this time i was i did do much more into reactiveness i did do some uh dissociation definitely i could i noticed there was a lot more um i started eating to suppress feelings and eating like i mean for me like i I was eating a lot of crackers basically and just like I need the whole packet of crackers I haven't had my packet of crackers today but I was much more into reactiveness I was having big explosions at people Mm -hmm. um quite a few times so um and you know of course it's really helpful to think I think is especially if your children are younger is to think of that this is the, you know the three things I like to talk about in aware parenting is expression suppression or aggression so if we think about that in ourselves it's the same things do we tend to move are we more in suppression repression dissociation right here so that would be the the, the crackers the wanting some alcohol the chocolate the, sc- the scrolling the nose picking <laughs> the hair twirling Whatever it is that you might do, they're getting really busy, um, which often doesn't work so well when you're overwhelmed. But anyway, um, or going into the aggression, which would be more the explosiveness, the reactivity, the kind of just like any you know anyone saying some small thing, going ah, and just noticing. I think it can be really helpful if we don't get overwhelmed very often, is to go, oh, my gosh, this is how my child feels inside their bodies when they are having a massive reaction to a really tiny thing or they are picking their nose or twirling their hair. Like this is what's going on for them. And, again, to actually go, oh, okay it's very uncomfortable. Overwhelm
1: is really uncomfortable. Mm, totally. And, and as you're saying that it, it can be so helpful to think and reflect on your children, no matter how old they are, how easily it let's how easy it is for them to get overwhelmed. And that can be something like they've been at kinder and then they go to a swimming lesson, which is loud and noisy, and then something else. And that that's enough. Like it just it's we we can get very easily overwhelmed as humans, especially if we're quite a sensitive human too, that, that can just feel so big and over the top that that we can feel ourselves going to overwhelm and what we need to, to find our way back to our center. So I, you know, I really do. um, uh, I am glad on some level I have experienced this in the last little bit, bit, it's given me a lot more empathy and compassion and understanding again for how easy it is for us to swing out of that. And I think probably like me as well, you know, we've done a lot of work on ourselves and growth and all that stuff to, to not live a life like that. Right. Like I, I remember, it was a constant for me feeling overwhelmed when I had little kids. And, and like I've shared many times in the podcast, cause I wasn't looking after myself and I didn't have really good boundaries and limits and all, and all the stories that I was carrying around it's hard and parenting's hard and mothering's hard and just everything was hard. And, and of course the overwhelm just kept fueling it. And so it was a constant state that I lived in. And then, you know, as you do the work, you realize actually, you don't have to live in that way. And, and so then to be able to to function where most of your life does feel in some beautiful flow and balance, you know, it's not a bad thing that it swung into overwhelm. It's not wrong and it's not bad exactly as you said earlier. There's nothing wrong with you. I'm just responding to life circumstances that didn't roll the way I thought they would. Mm -hmm. And I also knew even in the overwhelm that this will pass and I'll find my way back. And I know that there's enough skills and tools within me to ask for support or ask for help or know what I need to do. And, and I won't always have to feel like this again because I know that there is a different state to sit in. So there has been something beautiful in it that I have really reflected on of what it's reminded me of and also coming back to to beautiful children of how easily it, how easy it is to get overwhelmed and for us as parents to have that compassion when we can see that in our children instead of like, why, what's wrong with you, to just be like, oh, we're tipped over, it's too much. What do I need to do to help you feel safe or to to help you move whatever's going on for you. Mm, I love that. Line. Gosh, I had something
0: I really wanted to say while you were talking and I got so engrossed. Yeah, I completely forgotten. It. But I, I'm really willing to remember it. I would love to also go back to um, what is overwhelm. So I loved what you, oh, do you know, actually that's what I did want to say is I'm also grateful too because I had such a similar experience to you that most of the time now I'm grateful to have set my life up that I generally feel joyful and calm and relaxed and centered. And so it was quite, I felt quite shocked to go, ah, yes. So I just wanted to say that, but, but I wanted to say, let's talk about what overwhelm is. I mean, what is it? And I always remember um, Aletha saying, so Aletha to the founder of Aware Parenting, around overstimulation. So for, for babies, for example, is whenever we are, um, for example, giving them information that they don't understand, so beha- that, that they can't link together in any way with what they already know, that can be overwhelming. So basically, overwhelm is when there's too much of something. So that can be too much stimulation it can be just too much uh to do it can be too much activity it can be too much noise it can be so basically these are all things that our bodies our systems are receiving so as you say highly sensitive people are going to experience overwhelm much more easily and more often and basically then we have actually physiological things happening in our bodies we have these stress hormones we have tension and that builds up and builds up and so we have two things. One is which we we need to express that accumulation of that, that overwhelm. It needs to be released from our bodies. But we also need to actually get to say no to having more stimulation coming in. So I, I know for me, over in those few weeks, uh, one day where my son was asking me to make him some food and I just... I just started just like banging, I was making some sushi and I started just banging the sushi and just like all oh, ripped everywhere. And I said, like, Because basically what I wanted to say was, no, I do not want to make any food. I am not willing to make any food. I feel really overwhelmed. I want you to do it. So you know that's part of what we're wanting to do. I think the the as we come back to over and over again in a way parenting, our bodies, our systems are designed to release these these stress, stress hormones these feelings this tension from our bodies and it will constantly try to do that and what is so natural and normal for us to say no to more stimulation so that might be requests I remember when my children were little it was a similar thing like I'd be you know trying to concentrate on I don't know cleaning something or putting something away and they would be you know asking me stuff and it would be too much so it's like how do we also say no so I think that's what you know in terms of what you were saying Lal, is. Uh, capacity to have less overwhelm in our life also is about us increasingly being able to say no to things that we really don't want to do and that we're not willing to do and increasingly actually just reduce all of the excess stuff that we do not that actually isn't necessary Um, and the more we do that the more we get to say no the less we are feeling overwhelmed as a general thing because overwhelm just basically means there is too much so our body's saying number one what can we drop what can we say no to and number two how can we express these feelings in beautiful natural healthy ways without shouting at someone or breaking the sushi Mm -hmm. um yeah so that combination of those two
1: I love what you're saying there and I'm sitting here listening to you thinking if I'm a mum who has a three-year-old and a one-year-old and go yeah okay well I'm not willing to change their nappy anymore or feed them food (laughs) or even deal with them playing I I know that you might be thinking, yep okay well I'm just not going to do that I was just I want to send all the love and compassion to parents who have got little people little people it can be so big it's so big it's physically demanding it can be exhausting and I know from experience or just really I don't know you do too Mary and relate to those times where you're like no I don't want to do this anymore yeah. I don't want to do it anymore I just want to go and have a rest I just want to go for a walk on my own I just want to have a bath by myself whatever it is yes. and there's those times where we do have to do those things that perhaps we don't want to do because it is about caretaking and it is about looking after our little people But I love what you say, Miriam, because there is also the opportunity where we can look at our life and go, okay, well, where can I set limits on stuff that doesn't serve me? And where do I need to say yes to support or where do I need to open myself up to have some more support or care or what is my story around that? Um, You know, there are times where we do, we are going to have to do the things that perhaps we don't necessarily want to do as a parent which is part of parenting, but where can we actually bring in the support so that we can have... means to do that or where do we limit the extra stresses so that we do have more you know capacity to do those things that perhaps we don't want to do and it is it's a it's a balance it's absolutely a balance and it can be when life is stressful when one of your children is unwell and you know that can just throw the balance and maybe that week you're like you know what we're not going to swimming lessons because it's all just too hard or we're just going to eat dip for dinner every night this week or whatever it is because um Really, at the end of the day, what our children absolutely need is the most kind of anchored balanced version of, of us that they can get. And so sometimes those no's or letting go of things which is going to minimize that overwhelm is, is what's going to keep us moving through. And as you said, you know, some days we have bad days, sometimes we have good days and it's there's no perfect in it. And those times where those days are tricky and we are overwhelmed, it is so important to remember that this will pass as well. And that we, you know, what can I do in what is just loving kindness in these moments for myself so I can turn up and parent the way that, that I ideally want to. Mm, I love all of that now
0: yes and I love what you said about parents of younger children so what I think as well is that if we would actually like to say no I don't you know even to our three-year-old is that's when we so need someone to listen to us so we actually can go maybe it's into the whatsapp or voxer and go and actually send a message to to our empathy buddy to say I don't want to do anymore I don't want to make dinner I don't want to I just don't want to so no so we we even if we're not saying it to our children that this energy the no the the overwhelm the frustration is getting to be expressed in some healthy way because the more we don't express it the more likely it's going to come out in an explosion to our children so you know just the energy needs to be expressed the overwhelm is like full up it's too full it needs yes. to
1: come out somewhere. it does we can't the more we suppress those feelings yep. the more likely we're going to explode. explode totally and this is making me think about my beautiful um empathy buddy you know we when we've reached those points, it's where swearing for us is just been so yeah. cathartic where we leave messages to each other and swearing a lot. And <laughs> usually I laugh while I'm doing it, but there is something that exactly say, lets the pressure off the top. And, um, and, you know, we, um, I saw her for my birthday the other day and I was feeling, you know, not well, and it wasn't a very joyous birthday. I was like, Oh, I just want this day to end. It doesn't feel good. And um, she came over and, you know, she said to me, she said, you know, the thing I love about you the most. And I saw like, what she said is the realness of calling it when it's crap and when it's hard. And, and I know you also stand for all these other things, but the realness is so important. And, and then I was like, I swore a bit and we both laughed. And then, <laughs> and I was like, yes, this is it, right? This is what helps you get through those places of overwhelm is being able to connect with someone who loves you no matter what, who goes, yes, this is hard and tell me about it and let it out. And, and I'm hearing you. And exactly as you say, it lets some of the pressure off. So we have a bit more capacity to navigate and get through. Where we are. Yeah, it's so important, isn't it? It's so important. So, so important.
0: Yeah. And I'm thinking other things. And you know, I remember just as a, a younger mum, like going out to outings when I actually, you know, before I'd learned to say no and like, or staying too long and feeling overwhelmed. And just so increasingly, you know, the more we can listen and, and you know, have friendships where we can say, you know, what? I'd love to see you, but I'm just really overwhelmed already. And I just know taking the kids out to the park and getting everyone in the car and doing all that and packing the bags to go and putting the car seats on and listening to the feeling it's just going to take me over the edge so I'm really sorry we have a little chat on the phone at some point maybe if we even get a moment I love you I'd love to see you but I just I just it's too much for me today I just think that's something about increasingly saying No, to those places where it's just we where we just know we're going to come to the end of the day. I remember that so often coming to the end of the day and just feeling physically and emotionally exhausted. And if I just you know gone out but come home two hours earlier, that would have
1: made all the difference. Yes, Yes, totally, totally. And and you know what else I'm thinking about here as you're saying that is that when we as adults model or own our overwhelm. So whether it is when you're feeling full up because your child's asking you for another thing, and then you go and leave a voice message for someone invented a bit. And and we talk about this often. Our children will come in and they'll, they'll be gauging where we're at. So if if we're feeling in that overwhelm, they'll often come up and ask you if you're all right. Now, if we just go, yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. You know, we're doing a disservice to our children there because they're feeling that we're not okay. We are far more, it's far, we're far better off just saying, I'm really overwhelmed at the moment. I've got some feelings going on. And I'm going to do this just to help myself so that we own it and we model to our children what we're doing in those moments to help out everyone, which is I'm going to go outside and just stand on the grass for a little bit or I'm going to go yell at the trees. Do you want to come? Or I'm going to go shake or I'm going to just lay down on the floor with a pillow just for five minutes or when we start modeling what we do with our feelings and emotions, we we teach our beautiful children what to do when they are feeling overwhelmed as well, or we're giving them some skills to use to lean into so that They can begin to tune into their bodies when they're feeling big, you know, whether they come and ask you and say, I'm angry and I've got feelings and can you help me? Or if they're just like, it's all feels too much, you know, then what they've already watched from you is an adult who goes, wow, I'm feeling it's all too much. This is what I'm needing to do for me. And they then know that there's nothing wrong with them. They've they've just reached capacity and what do they need to do to help their beautiful bodies? I just, I'm so passionate about us being authentic and real and what we model to our children is what they then go, ah, oh, that's what that looks like. That's that's what we do when we feel angry or we feel sad or we feel worried or we feel overwhelmed. These are things that we can do to help ourselves because it's as so many of the adults that we both work with you know, share with us that they never were modeled what to do with their feelings and emotions. So it feels so foreign when we feel stuff that's tricky to even know what to do. And most of us, what we were modeled was just suppress that, just push it down, push it down hard bring <laughs> whatever way you can keep going, push it down hard. <laughs> another way. Do some more stuff.
0: (laughs) The other thing I'm thinking as well, I love that now, yeah, is um, modeling as well to both ways like in terms of saying no to stuff but also actually increasingly being willing to listen to our child and if they're saying you know again everything about outings clearly outings was where I used to get overwhelmed you know you're at a big outing and perhaps your child is just clearly starting to feel agitated and antsy and maybe they're not so enjoying it so much to actually see you know, we can even give them empathy. Are you feeling overwhelmed, sweetheart? And to support them in also decreasing that stimulation. So that might be if you're willing to go early or you're willing to leave the event, or it might be, you know, do you want to cuddle up into me and, um, you know, just maybe close your eyes or, um, you know, there's a, I don't know, make up a little cubby or a tent and we can sit in there together. You know, so also supporting them and and really seeing and again I think there's so much judgment in this culture you know just again you know suck it up or you know what you're overwhelmed I mean what even is that I mean it's not even a feeling that's often valued or honored is it to actually really I think the more we understand in ourselves and listening when, when the our overwhelm is increasing and increasing and how uncomfortable we feel in our bodies I think the more and more we we also get compassion uh to seeing that in our child and actually wanting to support them in not only expressing the feelings but actually decreasing the amount of stimulation that's happening so that they're, you know, they they need to have even more feelings adding in there does that make sense i didn't say that
1: very clearly <laughs> no i got you i got you <laughs> uh yeah i i hear you i i think Oh, I just totally lost my train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> I think something and then I just looked out the window and went, oh, now it's gone. That's a sign of overwhelm. when your brain's like, oh, Is oh, that?
0: Oh. Yeah. Well, because it's hard. Oh, it's very hard to think. That's it the thing, is. isn't it? When we're overwhelmed again, I think it's normal and natural because our yeah. whole system is going, I don't want to take in any information. So for me, yes. if anyone wants to, if anyone asks me like a mass type thing or a <laughs> dates or putting in dates in the diary
1: when I'm overwhelmed, I'm just like, No. No, really, because yeah. that's gonna yeah. really take me over. <laughs> Actually, it's funny you say that I had um so in the middle of all amongst all of my most overwhelming this last week in a bit, you know, one of my beautiful clients sent me a voice message, you know, she wanted to ask a question, something about a child. And I started listening to the message and I was like, no, I, I just, I can't, I've got, I've got no answers for you. And also I can't, there is no space left for me to listen or to do anything. And I just messaged her back and went, oh, I'm just, I'll have to get back to you when I can. Cause I just, I've got nothing. And I literally, that's how I felt. I've got nothing to offer you. I know a lot of things, but right now I know nothing because I just, it was, it was all too much. And I think that's also, again, no, no judgment, just is that I'm full. I'm completely full and there's no more space here. And I have to actually just help myself to find my way back to my center again. And so I think that's a really beautiful thing to just value and appreciating ourselves that sometimes our body is just giving us these messages. It goes too much. So stop, and what do you need to do? And then you'll find your way back again and there's no judgment and it's okay. And this is just a, a tricky time right now and, and you'll find your way back. But I think I also wanted to touch on too, for those that perhaps live in a bit of a constant state of overwhelm or stress, particularly if you grew up in a family of origin that that was the pulse the whole time, it can actually feel quite foreign when you're not in overwhelm. It can actually feel that I, we can sometimes create drama or create chaos because that's actually what what is our baseline normal. And so that can be a very interesting thing to observe if you're a person who lives in overwhelm a lot. Is that something that you grew up with in your family and is that something that was considered quite normal? And what would it be like for you not to be in that state, for your nervous system to feel calm and settled? You now, that can be a whole beautiful other thing to unpack if that's an environment that we grew up in that, that we felt constantly like that. Mm, and I love that you included that now. Mm, the
0: other thing I'm thinking as well is um, increasingly listening into ourselves and to the sensations we feel as we start to get more and more overwhelmed. And I think, again, you know, when I think back on my journey, that's the thing I got increasing capacity for to actually listen. Ah, okay. How do I feel in my body when I feel I'm starting to feel overwhelmed and And exactly as you said with the client is to increasingly feel into any request that's made anywhere or anything that's out there in the world to do is to go, do I have enough or is that going to take me? to the overwhelm point and to really, really increasingly get that fine, nuanced listening. That is not often a place we can be in when we're already really overwhelmed because we're, you know, it's almost like the senses get, um, <laughs> you know, when we're really overwhelmed, we're just really overwhelmed. So this is more when the the overwhelm's building up that we increasingly have that um, capacity to fine-tune our ability to say
1: no at those times. That Yeah. Mm. And I also think, too, in observing yourself, what do you observe in your children when you can see them building to that overwhelm. So is it, is it with little people, them trying to control the play or do something? Is it them being more demanding? Is it do we see little signs of aggression popping out or do we see, um, you know, the, those um, repression mechanisms beginning to happen, those control patterns where they're starting to, you know, suck their thumb or just zone out? Or where do you see it in your children as well um, when you can start to see them move into overwhelm and it's interesting that you know having teenagers which we both do you know it can look different for teenagers than it does for little children often with little kids it's kind of a lot more obvious but with teens it can look a little bit different you know with my um, you know with my teens and they're all they're all different but watching when overwhelm often happened for them there's a different things that they would um They would start to play out, and you know, usually it was them. They was just needing some checking to say, "Are you okay?" And I often found for my teens that what they often needed in everyone was support and help, and that and that sometimes for me looked like I'm going to just make you some food. Or can I do your washing for you? Or what can, can I drive you there? So you don't have to catch the bus, like just being able to physically support them often helped. I found my teens, particularly when they were in overwhelm, if it was just too many things or stuff going on, or, you know, and, and the continuous, you know, what does your body need now, which is a language that we've used ever since they were little, even when they were unwell, what do you think your body needs? What, what, what are you and what is it telling you, you know, that they then actually became very good at identifying this is what I need in these moments to help. So it was easier with teenagers, but it often could become a little bit more um, volatile sometimes. <laughs> I just think they've got far better vocabularies to tell you how they feel. Little people have big feelings within that, but sometimes with the teens it looked a bit different. But I often found when I watched particularly for my teenagers that what they needed when they moved into overwhelm was absolute just support you know physical practical support always was a beautiful thing for them Mm,
0: I love that I'm also thinking when we're listening increasingly to our children we're seeing those signs of overwhelm and we're aiming to do something either to reduce the overwhelm increase the support but to also know that there's liably liably there's, there's likely to be feelings accumulated in there the stress hormones the tension from the fight or flight response so even though we might you know, stop more stimulation to just remember that those feelings are still there and they they will probably need to either do some big rumbunctious play and laugh and release that way. Or if they're bigger, deeper feelings, they might need to have a really big cry or a big rage. And those feelings might show up over something really little. They might, you know, we might, um, I don't know, cut, cut them a sandwich or something and they might say, you've done it. No, but I didn't want it. You did it, you know. And so it's really important for us to remember Um, to aim to as much as possible. And I know this is hard. If we're also really overwhelmed, it's almost impossible, but to stay really calm in ourselves and to remind ourselves this is not personal. They're just trying to release all that extra tension in the body. So what an overwhelmed person really needs is someone else who isn't overwhelmed. (laughs) Someone's just going to go, you react, you just, you know, if it's another adult, it's the same thing. You know, I know that's what I needed. I needed other people who who not going to react when I get all reactive and they're not going to take it personally. And they're just going to, love me and listen and mm. just like go give a sweetheart no of course you need to mm. <laughs> let it all out. react away because yes it's uh, that I'm really important for us whether we're with another adult who's overwhelmed or with a child is doing whatever we can to just remind ourselves that you know don't listen to the word if they're judging or they're, they're saying harsh things just don't even listen just filter that through just go they're yes. overwhelmed they're just letting it out I'm, I'm here with
1: them <laughs> do you know what you make it's making me think of is like for years i worked as a doula um so birth support and And I have quite a few friends who are doulas, who are the most beautiful, loving, nurturing women. Like they're just divine, right? And I have a few friends and particularly even through packing and moving house, I've got this one beautiful friend who's a doula and her her natural nature is to just come and love on you. And so she's like, right, I'm going to bring you food and I'm going to come and massage your feet and I'm going to wrap you up in a cozy blanket. Like everything about her is just about loving and nurturing on you. Like that's the perfect antidote for overwhelm. We all need doulas to come come in when we're feeling overwhelmed and bring food and wrap us up in a blanket and massage our feet and then play with our kids. That's what we need when we're in overwhelm. It needs to be a whole new um,
0: career option, doesn't it? The overwhelm yes. support team. <laughs> and, and of course, in any healthy culture, that would be there all the time. Like, totally. oh, you've got too much going on. What can we do to help? Mm-hmm the normal natural thing so again like to, to really drop any judgment if you're feeling overwhelmed and perhaps you've reacted in ways you don't want to to your child or partner or mom or whoever it is just to to know what well, this is just you know we're not designed to have this many things on our mm-hmm. plate this much stimulation it's just not designed to be like this yes that's so it is. that's
1: I feel better. I feel better. Oh, yay! <laughs> <It's like overall. laughs> I do feel better. I feel better for talking about it. I feel better for just like, oh, it's been a really big few weeks, yes. and um, and it's okay, and it's starting yeah. to feel better, and yeah, yeah and it's, it's important to know that we all feel this. We all move in and out of it. It's you know, it's yeah, yes. it's we're all just fabulously human, you know, doing our best jobs we know how. So yeah thank you that's good therapy session i'm so
0: glad it's so normal so natural i'm so glad you're feeling a little bit relieved i'm so grateful to the to the listening you did to for me on our podcast well that you do anyway but on the on the floods one where you listen to all my feelings so isn't it wonderful i hope you don't mind dear listener how do you feel (laughs) we we get to do some processing ourselves yeah it's important isn't it i think we need examples
1: of it you know i know we've said this before but I think when I run my immersions or do group stuff, the stuff that um, people love the most is when they hear about the times I've messed up or the stuff that I struggle with, yeah. because I think we, you know, you can represent a beautiful way of doing life and conscious parenting and all that kind of stuff. But like the human parts of knowing that there's no perfect and that we all mess up and we all experience stress and overwhelm and trauma and all those kind of things, there's something that um, feels good in hearing that because we can go okay this is not some perfect goal we need to get to there is no perfect we all experience that and um I think we all need to to just yeah I, I'm a big fan to keep it real yeah real keep it real, keep <laughs> it real. absolutely yes. <laughs> we are both so normal
0: <laughs> <laughs> and flawed no yes. I don't think we're flawed I don't think we're anything is flawed. flawed I don't think there's anything yeah. wrong with these we're, we're very just, true we're not but flawed we, there is no we're flaws. flaws we're just no human we're human yeah. we have We have harder times and wonderful times, just like everyone
1: else. Yeah. All right. What's your offering to everyone around overwhelm? Um,
0: If are you feeling overwhelmed right now? If so, what what are you willing to do today or tomorrow (laughs) to support yourself? That might or to receive support. That might even just be having a hot bath. It might be asking if someone else, if you have a partner, asking that if they'll be willing to do something that perhaps you normally do. Um, just like anything that you can do like is this something that you can drop and is this something that some way that you can receive some support and we so support you in doing that you can perhaps think of it it's Lail and Marion's just sitting opposite you going yes sweetheart you can do it we so support you yeah you don't need to go to that thing or yeah just have a yeah have a really long bath, stay in there for ages and and yeah or you know get your friends to come around look after your kids something please please do it we're here to support you with that
1: (laughs) yes oh yes and mine would be well two elements one what was overwhelm a big thing in your house growing up what did you watch and observe within your family around overwhelm how did they deal with it like is there a story there that you've got around that and two what do you observe in your beautiful little humans when they're overwhelmed what can you recognize and acknowledge and is there something that you could do um, sooner than later if you're witnessing that in your children to you know so that it doesn't have to reach capacity you know can you observe or see this? what that what your beautiful child might need if they're starting to move into overwhelm? what might that look like
0: Mm. Yes.
1: um i'd also
0: love to say if you want to i'm thinking about alita's uh Silter's book tears and tantrums that can be a really helpful one to just really keep coming back to tears and tantrums are the one of the ways that children and adults express and release overwhelm from our bodies so i invite you to go and have a look at that if you haven't already or go and reread it if you if you'd like mm. to i find rereading them is is so powerful
1: mm. yeah beautiful well, thank you, everybody, for being here. Thank you, as always, for your sharing and your um, lovely recommendations and, and all that kind of gorgeous stuff. We might be putting some more stuff out there with questions soon because uh, we might be doing some more uh Giving you lots of beautiful examples of way to navigate things. So look out for that. We might be putting it out there on our socials of you know questions you have or things that you might want some support with. Have you got any courses and stuff you'd yeah. like to share? Yes,
0: yeah. so I was about to say that Lau, we neither of us have got any live rounds of anything at the moment, but we've both got lots of pre-recorded um, offerings. And so have a look at our websites to, to go and find that we've got lots of lovelinesses that's all related to this. So go and have a look at lao's mm. lovely website. Have a look at mine and just have a little scroll through and see what what you fancy yes beautiful (laughs) thanks for being here everybody so much love to you
1: thanks for joining us on the aware parenting journey please follow us on facebook and instagram at the aware parenting podcast you can find more about lael at www.laelstone.com.au or find Marion at www.marianrose.net We wish you much compassion and grace on your parenting journey.